Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Zero Limit Life podcast. My name is Olusheye Igbafe, your host, and as always, I'm glad to have you with me. Today, we're going to have a very interesting and important conversation about how to set healthy boundaries. How to set healthy boundaries. Now, I have to admit that setting boundaries is a very tough thing to do. I mean, most of us try to avoid it. We rather go along with the flow, pretend that we are happy in the relationship or we are okay in our relationship, rather than come out and set boundaries. But it is a very important part of life and it is actually key to having healthy, truthful, sincere and authentic relationships. Relationships where you are not hiding your feelings, you are hiding your emotions. Um, the, one of the keys to that is to have healthy boundaries. What is a boundary? I like to use an analogy um, of a house. So imagine that you're building your house and you have a small garden in front of the house, very beautiful garden where you have beautiful flowers and you have a small fence around the flowers. But also to get to the door of the house, you have um, a walkway, a paved walkway, and then you have a driveway. Now, having boundaries is saying to people, you can, you can get to me, you have access to me, okay? You can use the walkway or you can use the driveway, but please do not walk on my garden. Please do not walk on my flowers or step on my flowers. And that is what a boundary is. Um, those flowers or your garden can represent your peace of mind, your happiness, you know, your self-esteem, your energy, your time your joy, your peace, you know, your, your self-respect, your honor, your dignity. It can represent anything to you, okay? The things that are important to you. And you're basically saying that by having boundaries, that you have access to me, you can have a relationship with me, but please do not, you know, do not step or do not walk over any of those things. So that is what it means to have boundaries. Boundaries are things that we cherish and we don't want other people to violate in our lives, things that are important to us. Now, before I go on talking about what a boundary is, I want to talk about what a boundary is not. Now, a boundary is not a way of controlling others or telling others what to do or manipulating others because really you can't tell, you can't really control others. I mean, you can't really tell them what to do, but boundaries is saying what is acceptable within your own space. So, for example, um, you could say to, to a family friend that, or to a family member that you cannot smoke in my house, okay? My house is a smoke-free zone. I don't want you to smoke in my house. That is um, saying something about what concerns you or helping the person to navigate your space. You are not saying you can't smoke. You are not telling the person not to smoke. They are saying, do not smoke in my house. And those are very two different things. The first one seeks to correct what the person is doing or control what the person is doing. While the second one seems to say, this is what I want um, within my space. You must understand that it's not a way of controlling people. It's also not a way to getting someone to change themselves or to manipulate people. It's not a tool for cutting off people in our lives. A lot of people use boundaries, to, you know, setting up boundaries in code to cut off people from their life. And this usually happens when we have waited so long, we have tolerated so long, we have pretended to be okay with what the person is doing so long until we get to a point whereby we can't take it no more. So we lose our steam, we blow up, we create a drama, we say things we're not supposed to say, and at the end, um, the relationship is destroyed beyond repair. No, boundaries actually, we set and create boundaries with our loved ones and with our family members and with people that are valuable to us because we want to have um, a good relationship with them. So boundaries enhance the quality of your relationship. 
it helps you to develop sincere and authentic when i say authentic i mean a relationship where you can express everything that is in your heart you don't have any secret or hidden bitterness or anger against them that is an authentic relationship having boundaries is actually um, helping others to navigate a healthy and authentic relationship with you is a beautiful tool that helps to guide our relationship it is not a fence that fence is not to keep others out but something I used to effectively um, get them to effectively navigate your space without any damage to things that are important to you, like your health or your peace of mind or your joy. Okay, it is telling your truth to ensure that no one violates you, no one violates your emotional health, your physical health, or your mental health. It is deciding what you want to allow in your life and within your space. Now, when should you set boundaries? I don't think that you should start setting boundaries with people the moment you get to, to meet them. I don't think that's a good conversation to have. However, when someone begins to do something consistently or repeatedly that offends you, that annoys you, that depresses you, um, or begins to show the tendency to do that, then you should begin to have that conversation or you should have that conversation about uh, boundaries and set your boundaries. In doing that, you are taking full responsibility for yourself, for your peace of mind, for your emotions, and for your life. Taking 100% responsibility for your life means setting boundaries so that a particular person is not violating it and infringing on your peace of mind or your happiness, you know, or whatever. Now, before you set boundaries, before you have that conversation, it is important that one, you identify what exactly is unacceptable to you, you know, what aspects of the person's action or what exactly a person does that offends you or drives you crazy or the scenario you must identify it so that you don't go there and generalize or make it look like it is the person that you are you are against that you don't like rather than the thing that the person does okay so number two be sure that it is a boundary issue and not a behavior issue remember that not all issues are boundary issues uh, boundary issues are things that have to do with you and in your space while a behavior issue is what the person does with their lives Using another example, you could say to someone that if you're going to come to my house, you can't bring in um, somebody from the opposite sex to stay overnight. You can't bring your boyfriend or your girlfriend to sleep overnight in my house. Now, that doesn't mean you can't have whatever kind of relationship you want with them, but it has to be outside of my space, okay? So you must be sure that it's not about um, the, the person or the person's character, what the person is doing, but about something that happens within your space, which then makes it a boundary issue. You must thirdly decide on what you would do if the person continues to violate your boundaries and this is very very important and this is one of the reasons a lot of people don't set boundaries because when you set boundaries there must be consequences to violate it. if you violate my boundaries then there will be consequences and you must predetermine that consequence because when you're having the conversation of notifying the other person about your, what your boundaries are it is most likely going to come up especially if the person resists if you say to someone, um, we can have all manners of conversation, we can disagree, but I will appreciate if you do not raise your voice at me when we disagree. And the person says to you, what are you going to do? Well, you have to be ready to say, well, if you continue to raise your voice at me, I will walk away. I will walk away from that conversation. That becomes a consequence. So this is a tough part because a lot of us will want to set boundaries, especially with people in our family, with friends, with loved ones. We then begin to, um, we don't want to come across as rude, we don't want to come across as nasty or as hard we don't want to rock the relationship we don't want to risk the relationship and so we don't come up with with consequences where there are no consequences then it's simply an appeal it's not a boundary okay and when we don't have boundaries in our life we become resentful of people we become hateful of people um and the sad part about it is that the people that we are resentful towards 
may actually have no idea that they are violating our boundaries. There was a young lady who got a job a few years ago with a company, and when she got there, um, the, the MD or the director would often call, hey, hello, donkey, come here, or hello, you know, monkey, come here. Different animals, and she went to his office to have a conversation and said, why, why do you call me donkey? I'm not a donkey. I'm a pretty young lady, and this is my name. And the boss said, oh, wow. You, you know you're so stuck up this is how i play with my with my staff and it's said in love and she said yes i know it's said in love uh, but this belief that your staff don't mind is actually wrong the people that work with you actually hate that you do this and the man was very shocked because nobody had ever told him he actually felt betrayed that he took this young lady to to tell him and of course he never did it again so you must have conversations with people that violate your boundary to let them know that they are doing that. Otherwise, all that you are doing is simply an assumption. Now, when you want to have this conversation, don't do it angry, don't do it mad. Make sure you are calm, make sure you have dealt with all the anger and the bitterness so you can have a love-based conversation with them it must be a conversation whereby you explain to them what they do and why you don't want it um there's a young lady she she while she was growing up her uncle gave her a nickname it wasn't a flattering nickname and he continued to call her that nickname throughout high school throughout college and even after she got married and because of that because she would be embarrassed when he called that a nickname she started avoiding family occasions she avoided family meetings family gatherings you know she missed out on so many other things so one day she got tired and went to have a conversation with him and lo and behold he wasn't aware and he apologized and he decided to stop doing it from that day so it's important that you have a love-based conversation with people you don't go there berating them or judging them you just tell them with love and respect what it is that they are doing or what it is that they're trying to do or what you think that they are doing that you do not want into in, in your life now when you're having this conversation you must also listen to the other person because it's a two-way communication you know you listen to find out if there's any other perspective if you're not seeing the full picture if there's something you don't know if there's something that is driving the behavior that they are you know they're exhibiting you listen to find that out but if at the end of the day it is still a boundary issue if it is still something that is your concerns are valid or your complaints are valid then you must go ahead and insist on your boundaries and of course add the consequences when you decide on a consequence, you must be 100% committed and ready to see it through. Otherwise, you will be creating a worse situation. You must set boundaries. You must um, communicate to the other person. You must ensure that they understand what the consequences are. And then, when they violate the consequences, you must be ready. You must be ready to implement um, the consequences. You also need to be aware that some people, when you try to set up boundaries with them, they will try to manipulate you. Some will use guilt. And this is very common with family, you know, like parents, like mothers will say, I carried you for nine months. How can you be telling me this? You know, that's an emotional blackmail. You must be able to reason with them and still communicate with them that I love you and I value everything that you have done for me. However, I still need you to do XYZ or to stop doing xyz and there are people that you will have the conversation with them they will totally agree they will even apologize only for a few days later a few weeks later they will come back and they will violate your boundaries and when that happens you must still insist and implement the consequences i remember a few a few months ago i was working in a team in a project team and there was this man on the team he had the habit of consistently interrupting um, others and I noticed that with me you know it would go on and talk for 10-15 minutes I would note down all my responses but the moment I start talking it would you know, jump in and you know not even in a very nice way I just say hold on hold on hold on you know and then it would start talking again it would interrupt me and I would lose you know my train of thoughts 
And so I went to have a conversation with him after it happened once or twice. And I said, look, we're going to work together for a long time, you know, a year or two on this project. I need you to stop talking over me. I need you to stop addressing me in this particular way in meetings. Um, you're undermining my, you're undermining my position. I know it's not deliberate. You know, I, I told him in a very nice way, and he waved it off and he joked. And I said, look, because I don't want us to have a situation whereby you will interrupt me and I will refuse to be interrupted. That will create unnecessary them. And he said, no, no, that will never happen. Well. The next meeting, the very next meeting, he did the same thing. He talked for like 15 minutes. I sat down, I listened, I took notes. I wanted to talk. He jumped in and said, hold on. But this time I said, no, I'm not going to hold on. I insist on completing um, what I was saying. I insist on finishing what I was saying. I'm not going to hold on. And we went, you know, back and forth for a few minutes. So some other members of the team had to join. I said, look, let her finish her. Let her finish what she's saying. Why must you interrupt her? No, you have to wait your turn. And that was the last time it happened. So for the next over one year, we continued to work together and that did not happen because we had that conversation not only that conversation because when he violated the, my, my boundaries I actually enforced them and insisted on them and that is very important so before you have the conversation you must understand you must define what the consequences are if the person violates your boundaries and you must be willing and ready to implement those consequences when you you must realize that when you begin to implement your boundaries when you begin to insist on people respecting your boundaries you will actually be respected for it the people that you are afraid to offend will actually respect you more when you stand up for yourself and you say no i would not allow this or i will not tolerate this or i do not want it now if you are the flip end if you are the other end of this um boundary conversation and somebody calls you and says you are violating my boundaries i need to stop it is important that you stop immediately and you actually apologize okay it's important that you allow people to be in authentic and healthy relationship with you that they must be able to express themselves don't make a drama out of it move on from it learn you know from it and be able to um, appreciate them for opening up and respect their boundaries go out respect people's boundaries and of course people will respect your boundaries and if they don't make sure that you meet out the appropriate consequences to them so in summary you must define what your boundaries are you must Think of the consequences of people violating your boundaries and you must have a love-based conversation communicating what your boundaries are to people in your life. My task for you this week is number one, to check yourself, check your things that you do. Are you violating certain people's boundaries? If you are doing that, you need to stop. You need to consciously stop immediately and not violate their boundaries. Are people violating your boundaries? Um, you need to think about is it a boundary issue, is it a behavior issue? Is it something that you can't live without? You must identify it. What are the consequences that you are willing to meet out? Uh, you must define them and then you must begin to plan for a conversation, a love-based conversation with people in your life that matter so that you can communicate to them how they are violating your boundaries and then tell them what you want of them so that you can have healthy relationships with them. And that's a wrap for today's episode. I hope you have learned something, you have found this useful and you will then begin to um, set boundaries for your life and develop sincere and authentic relationships. Till next week, remember to subscribe and of course drop us a review on iTunes. We would love that so much. We would love that so much. Please do that. And also share with family and friends. Thank you for listening. My name is Ulusha Igbafel. Till next week when I come your way with another episode. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. Bye. God bless you. Bye.